0: There once was a 90-year-old nymphomaniac. And she lived in a retirement home, and she just couldn't get enough pleasure. So one day she decided she was going to have a little fun, spice up her life as much as she could in her old age. So she decided she was going to take off her undergarments, throw a robe on, head out the front door, see what kind of mischief she can get into. So, she walks over to Jim's house. She knocks on the door. When Jim opens the door, she opens up a robe. She points out her lady parts and goes, Super vagina! Jim immediately says, Get the fuck off my porch. And slams the door. She closes the robe. She walks over to John's house. She knocks on the door. John opens the door. She does the same thing. She points to her lady parts and opens the robe and goes, A SUPER VAGINA! And he's like, oh my god, get the hell out of here. You, are ah, gross. Slams the door. The old lady closes up the robe. She's thinking to herself, who? Who could I, um, uh, hmm. Um, oh, you know what? Herb. Herb just moved into the community. Let's see what we can do. So she goes over to Herb's house. She knocks on the door. She opens up the door. She opens up her robe, points to her lady parts, and goes, ZOOP! Vagina! Herb goes, I'll take the soup. Yeah, that was a joke. In case you didn't know. throwing a little joke at you. The reason I told you that joke is not to be super vulgar. Which is something I normally do. I tell you this joke because it's a a segue into my first kind of rant. That joke was told to me by a 60 plus year old man in the middle of my department on a very busy Saturday. Why he told me the joke, I don't know. I think we had just bonded. And he felt that he could tell me a joke. Um, You know, with it being a busy Saturday, there's probably 30 people on my floor... He said the joke at a pretty loud volume. Enough to where I was looking over my shoulder hoping to God nobody would hear it. And the crazy thing was he wasn't saying vagina. He was dropping the P word. I don't really like saying the P word unless I'm calling you a P word. In that case I'll call you a pussy no problem. But when you're talking about anatomy it just... uh, yeah, And so, working in retail, which I do Work for Nordstrom is where I've met most of you um, And just working in retail just in general I have the opportunity, I think is the best way to put it To meet just a bunch of random people every single day I think that's why I've done it for so long, is that I'm a people person as much as I hate people. But I love meeting all of the Lord's children. The Lord's people, as we call it. Um, He really did make them in different shapes, sizes, races, and creeds. Because I see it on the daily. And I'm sure most of you see it too. So, um, I've got a couple, couple of funny stories to prove to you how... How weird and random a day can be. Um, A few years back, I was working at South Coast Plaza. I was on the men's furnishings floor. It was just a random weeknight. Nothing to really speak of. Night was winding down, and I had an Asian lady walk up to me. She was older. She came up to me, and so... I'll tell you it, and see if you can close your eyes and picture the things that I'm doing. So she comes up to me, and she makes this motion... Where she has her hands together, and then she spreads them apart ever so slightly. And she's doing this from her waist to about her knee. So she starts with her hands together at her waist, and then does an elongating kind of motion down to her knee. As she's doing this, she's asking me, Excuse me, you long, you have long coat?" I said, what? And so she did the motion again. She goes, do you have long coat?" like, do I have long... Uh, in, in... You know, Miss, you're... I'm just really not picking up on this. Um, one more time? Could you just maybe one more time? She said, long And so, you know, she said it very loud the third time. I said, oh! Oh, yeah, I've got that. I definitely got that. I got long coats for you. No problem. Walked her over, showed her some long coats, sold her a coat. It's the weird little things like that, that seriously will, will make my day, make my year, make my life, it's it's uh, it's absolutely amazing. And So if you fast forward a few years after this, to a few months ago, I am now in Arizona, and I'm interviewing a lady, and she's also from China, or I don't know if that lady at first was a Chinese shit, I'm racist, I couldn't tell where that first lady was from, she could have been from anywhere, uh, from uh, from Asia, how about that? But I know for a fact that this second lady she was from China cause she told me so she'd recently been relocated about a year ago with her husband. Um, her husband had his job was moved here so he moved here and she was looking for a job and she'd had a few friends and they'd said that Nordstrom was a great opportunity for a young lady to make some extra money and so I interview her and her interviewer is, is going well, but I have to be honest, it took me a while to really pick up on her accent. She had a really, really thick accent. But after a few minutes, I, I I got it, and, you know, the interview progressed. And so I was going to give her a tour of the floor, and I really didn't view her as somebody who could work on my floor, but I viewed her as somebody who potentially could work on a sportswear floor or furnishings floor or a clothing floor, just a little more on the mature side. And so... I kind of give her descriptions of each floor as we're walking by it. And once we get in front of my floor, I you know, kind of open it up for, for questions if she has any. So she asked me a really good question. She asked me, I'm not going to do that accent. Well, how is the training process here at North Shore? I was like, this is a great question. So I end up telling her, you know, your first day is going to be our new higher orientation where we kind of indoctrinate you on our practices and our beliefs. Um, give you the cornerstones of our business. Uh, your second day is going to be registered training, uh, followed up by shadowing either myself or a veteran salesperson. And the third day and fourth day, and you know, bygone and, and further and further, she'll get more comfortable and she'll be up to speed. I also let her know that working or potentially working at a store of our size, she's very fortunate there's a lot of veterans there. Veterans fact some people have been selling for a long time and then also veterans um some people had been managers in the past and people definitely take pride in their floors and take pride in their work and so they try to make sure that everybody gets up to speed as not to expose any chinks in the armor so i said that and i didn't say that with a pause but I, i i might as well have said it in my mind because the second it came out of my mouth i realized what i had just done so, I did what anybody else would do. I just kept on talking, and I think I started talking faster. Um, I knew I'd made a really serious boo boo. I thought for sure my my career was over. But um, you know, I was kind of I was looking for for facial cues from her, like if she was you know gonna make like a oh, face, or you know maybe look like she maybe had to sneeze because she was so upset. But then, as I, as I started talking and realizing that she didn't understand it, maybe she didn't understand me. I mean, English, after all, was her second language. If I couldn't understand her at the beginning of the interview, who's to say she didn't even understand me the whole time that I was talking? Um, so, uh, we end, end the interview, you know, give her a handshake, say that somebody would be contacting in a few days, and she's on her way. So, immediately, I run in the back, I grab my phone, and I start Googling what's more acceptable. Kink or chink? What do you think it is? It's both. <laughs> it's both. Even if she did complain, I could say, you know what? Both are acceptable. Stop being so racist. You guys are crazy, crazy racist. Really dodged a bullet there. Speaking of like different terms, different in the windows, I think is the, the the term that kids are, are saying. Uh, John, my friend, yesterday, or the day before, one of the days in the past, I I apologize, it's holiday time, I don't remember much, he sent me a video of a replay from a Laker game and you know, you never really pay attention to sports commentary unless you'd had a few and you're just kind of in that zone where you're slouched down. And you're staring at the TV screen. And you get those moments like, did I just hear what I, th- thought I thought I heard? I'm pretty sure I did. And so, he showed me this clip. And I, I, I don't have it on me right now. But it's a guy talking about the Laker game. And talking about a guard who needs to penetrate the hole. And that you got to get to that hole. You got to hurry up and get that hole before that hole closes up. And I mean, come on. Did he know what he was saying? Like he had to have known what he was saying. I mean, if for some reason they asked myself, and a couple of my best friends to do commentary for sports, I feel like we would be saying nothing but this type of stuff. Like, I, I would make sure to fit in at least one really good one. But I, so, I mean, they say that sports are, like, the closest thing that imitates life. So maybe, maybe penetrating the hole fast... Is what you're supposed to do. Anyways, it's the holidays. I'm drifting off. I'm in Arizona. can't believe I'm in Arizona. That's so weird to me. Anyways, I'm adjusting well. I found all the great happy hour spots. I just got done eating sushi. Where they had 25 cent hot suckies. So I had a couple of those. My face is warm. I can feel it. Um, I just want to say that I love you guys. If I don't talk to you before Christmas or Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, Shalom. Merry Christmas. I love you. Have a good night.